Hello, everybody. What's up? It's your girl, Lauren Reed from the Lauren Reed Live Show. And I am here with my co-host, my partner in crime, Jada Gentleman. What is up? What's up, Lauren? What's up? How you doing? You know, just over here being boring. <laughs> right. You know, just working, you know, paying bills. Doing adult, adult life things. You know how that go, right? Word up, word up. Everything's but, cool, though. Uh, you know, yeah. staying busy. Uh, we got another great show uh, today. But uh, everything cool? Everything is great. So I know the show will be released later, but yesterday was my birthday. So yes, happy I had my 37th year around the sun yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, and, how you feeling? Um, I feel good. You know, like I'm blessed just to have an, a, to see another year. Um, I was happy that this year I was actually able to go out somewhere. Uh, right. Have dinner last year. I had to make my own dinner. Um, but this year I was actually able to go out with my friends and we were able to go to dinner, a small, very small group was only four of us. Um, and I'm going to be doing something again this week with you and the crew. And I went out with you guys too, as well. So it was a, definitely a better feel this year than it was last year. So I'm, I was really excited about that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 How are you? I'm good. You know, just busy, um, with the water ice content and we got some big things coming up soon. Uh, and, yes. Uh, we got some other stuff with the Jada Gentleman brand coming up. So just working in the meantime, uh, trying to work on my mental health, my fitness, all that stuff. So Jay, guess what, I, guess what I did, Jay? Did you, did you get it? I did. I bought a Peloton, you guys. Damn. Is that like considered? I, maybe I won't be boring now because I bought a Peloton. Maybe that'll spice me up a little bit. I mean, look, it, it's a. Per, I think it's perfect time. You know, get right for the summer. Um, I think things are gonna be opening up. Yeah. And uh, why not start now? It's April, trying to, so trying to get these quarantine pounds off of me. So that was my birthday gift to myself. I bought myself a Peloton. It's a good investment. It comes on Saturday. So we about to, you know, nice. I'm going to let it sit though. Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to start on Monday. Start on, start, start on Monday. <laughs> Go ahead and give it a, a Just as long on. as it doesn't turn into a coat rack by the end of the week. No, no, you know no. That the, the, when I hit submit, when I made that payment, it was like, this. that's True. not allowed. That's not allowed. True. That is definitely True. not allowed. But True. yeah, I get it. And you know what, you guys, I think I'm going to make a special announcement at the end of the show, because by the time this show's air, you guys will know about, you know, an event that we have going up. So. Why not announce it that it's coming back, right? I like it. All right, well, let's jump into the show. Who we got tonight? Yes, um, we're going to take it back to TU days. Uh, this gentleman coming uh, on the show. Uh, I've known him for a while, and, you know, we've always bumped into each other at events, and we caught up recently a couple of years ago, and he just recently launched his new company called uh, A Taste of the Culture, and it's a subscription-based uh, um liquor you buy liquor and it's black owned and you get it you get different types of liquor every month it's a really cool subscription box mm -hmm. um and i'm very excited to talk to him about it he's got some big things coming up and we'll talk about his journey up to this point so without further ado let's welcome sean mcleod to the show hey sean hey hey how's it going guys hey how are you i'm doing pretty good it's uh well, today is 70 degrees, so it's, I'm always happy when it's warm out, you know, it is spring. Word. <laughs> That's Word. Thank Thanks you for, so much for coming on. Yep. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, the, the pleasure is all mine. I, I'm always happy to talk about uh, what I do for a living. So. <laughs> cool, cool. So let's jump right into it. Um, let's, I want to talk about currently, and then I'm sure Jay will probably want to take it back a little bit about how you got started, but A Taste of the Culture. Can you talk to our audience about... Um, what it is and what you actually do? 
Sure, sure. So JT did up pretty well. Um, a Taste of the Culture is actually the first uh, subscription pl subscription platform or box, whatever you want to call it, that features Black-owned wine and spirits exclusively. So the idea is, you know, I want to take people on a journey, right? There are so many Black-owned wine and spirits out there that a lot of people don't know about, including myself when I first started, right? And the idea is that every month I'll send you something different, whether it's a wine, a spirit, uh, a mixer, actually, which are also included in the box, liqueurs, oh. cognac, whiskey, everything in between. And every month, uh, you know, I'll pair things pretty cool, like a glass or a bar spoon or even a candle, which I just did recently oh, paired wow. with the wine. And everything in the box, as much as I can make it, is Black-owned. Uh, and I'm Black, so <laughs> it's, it's Black all around. Um, and it, it just it came from a desire for me to use my skills for something that was that meant a lot to me, uh, to, to put it, to add some emotion to it, I guess. And that's kind of how it, how it really got started for me. I mean, I think this is such a really dope idea because uh, I think for, for, first and foremost is like awareness. I didn't realize there was so many black owned, uh, you know, businesses that sell spirits, liquor, wine. I knew of a few, but not to the extent where, you know, you're coming, you're always um, showcasing different brands like every month, which is crazy. How did you find these people? So it, it all happened kind of at once. I think uh, the pandemic and all of the really unfortunate situations last year, last spring, uh, mm. George Floyd and, and others really sh shined a light on black owned businesses. Right. So that mm. was kind of the silver lining of what happened. So there's people I follow on Instagram that I have followed um, for the cocktail culture. We'll drink for travel uh, to give them some plugs out there. Um, the, them and some other people were have always kind of talked about black owned brands. So I got some things from them, but I also did a lot of research and, I got to a point, thankfully, where people started reaching out to me, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so it, it's just realizing that, you know, the Internet has everything. You just got to dive deep and, and know where to look. So my experience, I think, helped where I could, I could kind of know where to look and, and figure some things out. But, yeah, it's just a lot of research uh, and, and, and conversations. And I think that's kind of how, how it got here. I started looking and, and researching back in May. Um, mm -hmm. And then I actually didn't launch the box until... November. So, you know, it took me some time to kind of get things together last year uh, with legal things and, and research and just making sure I got everything how, the way I wanted it to be uh, th throughout the year. Very cool. That's, that's really cool. Um, when I was browsing on the website, um, I noticed that, I mean, like Jay was saying, there's a ton. I, I was like, maybe I didn't read this right. Is he saying that these are all black owned spirits or wines? Like I had to go back and read it again. And I was like, I totally did not know. Like Jay said, it was so many. Um, <clears throat> when you were doing your, when you were doing your research, um, did you find that a lot of these businesses were in like large cities or more so people were from rural areas? Like, is it a reason why we just like a, a lot of people just don't know? So yes and no to that. I think it's a combination of things. I think much like the word craft, which is popular in the beer and spirits industry, right? Brands are craft brands when they're, when they're small. They don't have large machines behind them mm -hmm. to help them grow. And I think that's what happens with these brands where they become regional. They become regional stars where in their cities where they're, where they're made, you know, they're very popular. There are a lot of Black-owned brands in the DMV area. I'll say that. Um, whether it be actually D.C., Maryland, or Virginia. Uh, there's a few in Charlotte. There's some in Florida. They're kind of really spread all over the country. For the most part, they're in big cities. 
Um, but I think what happens is the biggest hurdle that these brands encounter, which is why I decided to create the business, is they have a really hard time getting distribution uh, mm. and, and funding for that, right? And distribution is something that's really managed by a couple of major players. I used to work for one actually um, a couple of years ago, and that's how, you know, a part of my journey in the industry. But some of them do have it, but it's hard, you know, when you so have all the junk in it. I'm sorry, are you basically saying- No, you're fine. You're not Diddy or Jay. You're not getting that. You're not getting that distribution. Well, and, and you and you know what? That's a whole other part of the conversation that that I'm sure we'll have. And I, I think kudos to both of them because I think they made a huge difference in the industry in a certain way uh, to make it. You know, one to inspire people, but to make it possible for it to happen. But I think for me, realizing that you know celebrity brands are great, but there's actually people that you know really are into it. You know what I mean? Like whether it's their full-time job or not, you know, they, they do it for a living. They, they went from the ground up and not to say some of the celebrities didn't, I mean, the rock has a tequila, you know, he's black. Every, every time you turn around, somebody has something. Michael Jordan has a tequila uh, that he's, he's partnered with, with LeBron James has one now. Right. So you, you have to give that credit to them, but you know, there's people like you and me that started some brands and some of them have been around, you know, for 10 years or more. It's just a matter of because they were only in their areas and don't have access to be available around the country the awareness just wasn't there. You, uh, you mentioned the tequila and I kind of want to um, ask your opinion on sure. what, like, what do you, there, there's been like a boom in celebrity endorsements with tequila. Why all of a sudden, like the rock has one, like uh, obviously Casamigos with George Clooney and De Leon. And like, what is that? What was the reason for that? Like, there's like this big boom. It, it's just, is it just like a wave and there might be another spirit that's like coming out, you know, that's going to be another uh, popping thing. Or was it that people just really like tequila or they saw the money in it or what? Well, I mean, all, I think all of that's included. Um, I, yeah. I think for tequila, well, one, you're right about waves. Spirits definitely go in waves. I mean, maybe 15 years ago and a little bit after that, Flavored vodka was all the rage. Oh my right? god, you know, Ciroc, Ciroc. <laughs> right, well, right. So, Sex in the City made Cosmos popular, and then from then on, you know, vodka flavors came out, and you know, some brands have had forty flavors of vodka, right? So, right, <laughs> that was a that was a wave, and that was a popular thing that happened. Um, whiskey had this moment uh, yes. for a long time, and it's still having a moment, but you know, it was the spirit of the moment for a long time. Yeah, I think tequila is is that. I think Casamigos that you mentioned, I think, is a big part of that where. A celebrity and and, and I, you know you got to give George Clooney credit. I don't know a ton about that deal. Like I know obviously the financials of it and and kind of how it works, but his involvement, right? Like he actually was involved with it in some kind of way, probably right. But you know, once people hear a billion dollars, they're like, "Wow, I can do that." So I think that's mm -hmm. kind of what happens. I think another thing with tequila is people are realizing that it's, it doesn't have to be just a shot spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Most people's first uh, tequila experience was not positive. Right. Um, and I think a lot of things are changing that, you know, some of the brands I used to work for are a big part of that. Um, some other brands like Patron 1942, mm -hmm. I think is, uh, you know, one of those brands that change people's minds, um, where you're like, all right, I can drink tequila, I can sip it, or I can make a great cocktail. I'm actually drinking tequila now. Um, nice. so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a great spirit. You can do a lot with it. Um, and I think people are starting to realize that. So I think when all those things converge, you have this gigantic, you know, wave of popularity, but for sure, I think another year or two, there'll be another boom. Well, I feel I like Jen, I feel like Jen is having a little moment. Um, do you think is. Jen's going to be the next one or do you think there's going to be another spirit that's going to kind of like really be the next wave? I think, I think Jen's having this moment. I think there's a combination of things right now. I think um, ready to drink cocktails are probably 
going to outpace Jin when it comes to that, right? Because you have Seltzers, which got really big, the White Claws yes. and things like that. Yes. But a lot of the spirits companies are like, wait, we can do something similar. And they're making drinks in a can. Um, right. And those are not only, they taste great, but they're quick and easy. And that's what people want. They want things to be quick and easy. You can't blame them, right? So I think those will kind of be what, what takes off. And you can do that with different spirits. I mean, there's vodka-based ones, there's tequila-based ones, whiskey, gin, all of that. So I think yeah. that's going to be kind of the really, really popular thing in the next couple of years. Nice. Good stuff. So um, the the actual box, um, you say you like pair it with a lot of different things. Um, sometimes a candle, you said you put other stuff in there. Um, does that depend on what the um, spirit or the wine is for the month that you decide? And how do you decide how to pair yeah. those things? How you cur- Very good question. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. So, no, you're fine. So for me, I, I try to, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm, I've been doing good so far. I haven't gotten any complaints, but I, I do everything. Um, I work with the brands and, and I'll pick the spirit and then I'll kind of think of what makes sense. Um, so just as an example, I mean, I'll show you guys some stuff I've done so far. Cool. Um, this sparkling wine was actually the first, it was featured in the first box. Um, and I sent it out in December. So I sent champagne flutes, right? So New Year's cool. Eve was, was in December. So I was like, hey, that makes a lot of sense. Perfect. Quick and easy. People got the toast. In January, I did something pretty cool uh, with the liqueur. It's called LS Cream. Mm-hmm. And... Cream liqueurs are different, right? Where you, they're mostly known for the holidays. Most people know them for like Irish. Uh, I don't want to say the yeah. name of that drink, but you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, thank God people are starting to realize that those drink names are the best. But <laughs> but the cool thing about Alice Cream is it's it's really it tastes really great, and you can do a lot of different things cocktail wise with it. So okay. what I decided to do uh, was make something called the Summer in January box, where I paired this with a, a, a caramelized pineapple and coconut water mixer. And you pretty much that make a pina colada. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So you add some white rum, the LS cream, and the mixer, which I'll, I'll grab one before we're off because uh, I still have some of those. You put all those together, and that's your, your a pina colada riff, right? So it's a little bit different, very similar. Um, so, yeah. I, so I also gave a glass. So this glass here actually was included in that box. Oh, cool. Um, in February... National Margarita Day was in February, so I sent Blue Royal tequila rum. Very, very unique spirit. Um, it's as crazy tequila as rum? you think it is. Right. It's as crazy as you think it is, but it also tastes amazing. Um, that's Blue Royal here. And wow. I sent um, Hella Cocktail Company, which is uh, a partially Black-owned mixer company. And I they have a margarita mix that I sent with that box. So I literally just, you know, think about trying to pair different, like the mix perfectly cordial that I mentioned before is also Black-owned. So just having those conversations with people, there is a lot of, again, once you kind of dive in and, and just on Instagram or, or Twitter or Facebook or just Google and find these companies, you know, they all, everybody's doing amazing things. So it's just about picking something that's, that works well with each other. Um, in March, I sent Ebony Wine, which is here. Um, so I actually gave people an opportunity to, to pick between three different varietals. Uh, so we did uh, the Fusion Red, a Riesling, or a Moscato. And I paired that with a candle. So the candle uh, oh, that's scent, cool. smelled like wine. I cool. said a wine opener. So yeah, just trying to try some things, some different things. Do you try um, to? And then, go ahead, no, I'm sorry. No, you, no, you finish. Oh, no, I was going to tell you guys for April, um, I'm getting people prepared for Cinco de Mayo. So there's another tequila coming. Uh, this is Tolero. Nice. So Tolero is an organic tequila. It's 100% blue agave. 
and I have uh, a black owned mixer and a cocktail rim uh, from two different uh, mixologists. Wow. That'll be going into that box. So those will be coming to me. Now you're speaking my week. language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so look out for that one. Man. And yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to go with what the people want. We just talked about it. And, you know, tequila spice already in, in the five months. <laughs> You kind of answered my question because I was going to say, do you also try to pair your boxes with other black owned businesses and things that could to go in the box? For sure. For sure. So it was very important to me to make, you know, everything as black as possible, to, for lack of a better term. I think that was kind of the more fun part. And I think that's really what blows people away is that it's great to have a black owned wine of spirit, but to kind of have everything else be that too is what takes the time. But it's also what's the coolest thing about it. Yeah. especially for a lot of people like the cocktail rim is made by a mixologist i know she's in new orleans her name is denicia um and you know she does her thing she makes bottle cocktails she gives them to people out in her area but she hasn't done something like this where you know she's she's making a cocktail rim and i'm going to send it to everyone in the box so it's not that it's going to change her life but you know it's going to be a different sort of income stream that she might not have had might. especially with <laughs> Right. But, and it's one of those things, especially how crazy 2020 was for bartenders, mixologists and, and people in the industry. It's, it's cool to be able to, you know, offer something different. And it was important to me to make all of, to make everyone in the industry that's, that's black, a part of, part of the box as much as I could. Can you, can you talk about um, like the, like, like as far as like subscriptions, like the, the different levels, if there are any levels or is it kind of you're curating each month? Like, can you just talk about um, price, like, get into the numbers and just kind of get to what people could expect. Sure. Sure. So it breaks out either monthly or quarterly. Um, and it's $85 a month, no matter which you do. So if you do monthly, it's $85 a month. If you do quarterly, it's $85 for the one month that you want it. Um, and to be honest, I mean, I guess one of the cool things about being a new entrepreneur is that's changed quite a lot. Um, I think I'm in a good space where it's, it's going to be that. And it's one of those things I think, you know, to make it, what it is and as great as it is and to get it to people the way I do that's kind of how the kind of the, the happy medium I was able to find um so what I do is the box is sent out at the end of the month um so if you subscribe by the 15th of the month you'll receive that month's box so right now it's April if you, if you subscribe by April 15th you'll get your April box that last week of April which is like the 29th is on a Monday mm -hmm. I believe um so I'm, I'm getting it to you right before Cinco de Mayo and I'm doing something similar in May where uh, June is National, National Cognac Days in June. So I'm going to send you a Cognac and Maze box and you're going to get that the last week of May. So just kind of, so people make sure, you know how the, the mail can be. I had a lot of issues uh, a couple months ago with that crazy snowstorm in sure. Texas. It, sure. it really threw everything off. So I try my best to, to, to line things up pretty well, but yeah, so far so good for the most part. Nice. So do, do your um, subscribers have the option to say, hey, I'm not a tequila drinker. I'm going to pass on this month's box. Or um, or do you have an option to say, hey, if you don't like tequila, you can always go back to like a oldie but goodie and get a, a bottle of wine. Like how, how can they do that? Very good question. I've thought about things like that. I haven't uh, put anything in place yet. But okay. you asking that again, I actually, I'm thinking in July, to do that where, you know, I give people an option of, of three different things okay. uh, because I think I'm getting to the point now where there's so many great brands. I want to include everything. Um, right. And I have, you know, for the most part, I have up until September figured out um, and I'm trying to lock down the rest of the year uh, as quick as I can, just because, you know, once you get that done, then everything else can happen. But yeah, I, I think that's a very good, a very good idea. And it's something that I've talked about. So 
I think, you know, I, everyone loves to have options and, and, and pick what they want as they should. So more and more, I, I've been hearing that I need to do something like that. So, hey, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Excellent. Something to look forward to. Yeah. For sure. So let's take it back to the beginning because you sound like you're really well-versed in um, different spirits and wines um, and how you mix and pair things together. So how did you actually get started in this industry? Good question. So I started in 2013. Um, I would have loved to be before that, but life happens. Um, and I got a really good opportunity to work with Duce Cognac uh, back in 2013. That was my first, go- my first job. Um, and it was right when they were first expanding beyond the major, major markets like New York, Miami, LA. So I was responsible for kind of, uh, I was like a brand ambassador, you could say for mm-hmm. Philly and also New Jersey, Connecticut and Boston. So my job was to educate consumers, you know, people like you, as well as the bartenders and also sponsor some events with Duce and just get the word out. So it was a cool job. I think for me, it was an awesome first job for one, because I got to really try a bunch of different things. Cognac is an interesting spirit where, you know, it's everywhere. And most spirits are everywhere, but cognac is prominent everywhere, right? Like I actually, I heard you guys earlier talking about like steakhouses. I actually had, you know, some of the best fine dining restaurants in in all of the markets because cognac is, is just that spirit. But I also yeah. went to some neighborhood places that, you know, you don't want to go to past <laughs> midnight and they only took cash. Right. So, right. <laughs> so I was able to kind of do everything. So it really was a good first experience to kind of really do some cool things. I worked with some really great bartenders and, and, and talk to them about the cognac, about the spirit. And, 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 and Jay-Z was, you know, still, I mean, he's very active now, but active in, in, that, in that type of way where it was very top of mind. So, you know, it was a good connection for people to have. So, it was fun. I, I did that job for about a year and a half. Uh, the only drawback was that it was part-time. So I was constantly emailing and badgering my, my supervisor to make it a full-time role. But, you know, it is what it is. And it, it definitely set me up very well for, for the next uh, steps in my journey that I took a- afterwards. Cool. No, Which okay, was, sorry, I'll go ahead. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was gonna... <laughs> no so um, with, with all your knowledge in spirits and, and, and wine, liquor, um, events um, for someone who's starting off making their own brand of spirit or wine. Uh, what are some of the major hurdles um, that they have to be prepared for? I know earlier you talked about distribution is probably one of the biggest. Are there other things that they should like really look out for when going into this industry? Good question. I think distribution is a big one, but I think distribution, if you do it the right way, it's not something that, should make or break you. I think mm-hmm. today's world, COVID, obviously accelerating that. Direct-to-consumer uh, selling has is, is kind of changed the, everything with the industry. And that's the reason why my business is able to exist, right? Where, you know, five, 10 years ago, it really wasn't something you could do. So I think if you're starting a, a wine or spirit, just be authentic. I think everyone has a story. I think use your story and, and not in a cheesy way, but just be authentic with it. I think that's something that I do with my brand. Uh, and I, it's not a coincidence, right? Because most of the best, biggest, most well-known brands that you know about have a really great story tied to them. Um, and, you know, for the most part, they're true, right? But at the end of the day, whether it's a person or a group of people or a region of the country or a region of the world that made that spirit what it is or that wine what it is, that's a part of the journey and it's part of the story that you share with people. 
And that's kind of what separates one brand from another, right? Like there is mm. a thousand million bajillion vodkas out there, but most people have a connection to certain ones because of a certain, you know, part of the story or, or their connection to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I see, I see that, uh, you, you got some, a hoodie and merch and stuff. Is that something that you're going <laughs> to dive into as the business grows a little bit? Like, you know, producing for, for sure. Own? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do. Um, I have some hoodies. I have, uh, fanny packs available, random. Oh, cool. I think they're kind of cool. Uh, on my site now, laptop sleeves, bags, things like that. I'm, I'm definitely looking to, as the year goes on, move into some more uh, merch that kind of fits more with the brand. So I'm, cool. I'm working on, hopefully by the end of the year, having like those insulated wine bags. I think those are really cool to have um, mm-hmm. for, you know, people when they travel and as they're out and about, as the world opens up. So that's something that, uh, you know, you guys got the first scoop. I'm, I'm definitely trying to make that happen by the end of the year um hopefully sooner we'll see what happens yeah because like byobs are huge so having something like that could be a you know game changer for sure for sure for sure but yeah plenty of hoodies now i have um this actually funny is is my old like the first logo i made um but the hoodies now pretty much have this logo which is the current logo so it's they're available in white or black or red on the site or green um and they're men's and women's most sizes are out there uh and i'll probably add some t-shirts and things like that as as the weather gets warmer nice so as we get older or i should say maybe more mature our um palates change as far as liquor is concerned um so can you kind of like talk to um maybe how some of like the spirits that you are featuring in the boxes kind of compare to the ones the big ones that we that we know like that may have some similarities like i'm i'm about to like go on the site and start looking up these um brands and want to and want to support but right now i'm used to doing you know my normal you know my uh tito's vodka or you know when i'm feeling a little ratchet i drink some uh (laughs) i drink some crown apple or whatever like that (laughs) so how could i be like hey if i like those things how can i compare them to the the spirits that you already have up there that are, are black owned. Good question. If you can so name I like a, think, if you can name a few. Sure. No, and I, I think that's a good question. I think that's valid. Most people either have uh, memory or some type of attachment to, to the brands that they love. Um, one of the things I love about the people I've met and the brands that I've tried, because the business started with me doing reviews, so I, I probably should have got into that earlier, where I didn't really realized that this could be something until I did that. So once I started discovering the brands, the ones that I could try that I could get my hands on, I bought, I lived in Jersey last year. So there was a little more access out there. Um, and I tried some of the brands. I did some reviews on, on my Instagram and on YouTube and people were curious. They were asking, you know, what is this? How can I try it? Where can I buy it? Once I tried them, I was like, this is amazing. And I think that's the thing about some of the black, a lot of these black owned brands is, when you have, when you're black in, in the business world, in any industry, it's harder, right? And you have to do twice, three, four times, five times more than what other people do. Absolutely. And it, it shows in these spirits and wines where not only are they creative, like, again, a tequila rum, like, <laughs> yeah. who would have thought? But it tastes amazing. Like, it literally tastes like you get, it tastes like rum, but you also get the agave taste. And it doesn't taste harsh. It doesn't taste like, you know, college when you had too many shots of 
that orangey tequila that isn't really tequila. <laughs> right. It, like it, it tastes smooth. It tastes great. LS Cream tastes amazing. Like all of these brands taste great. And I think the creativity, the extra emphasis on quality is something that shines through for a lot of the entrepreneurs in the space that are black because you have to do so much more. Um, but as, as far as comparisons go, I mean, I think LS Cream is very unique. I think if, if you if you are, you know, anyone that's a patient descent, I think it'll hold a special place for you or them um, because it's based off of Kremas, which is uh, a Haitian, uh, like a holiday drink that's made. So it's usually like a family recipe, but cool thing about the, the founders of this brand is they were able to turn it into something. Uh, so, you know, obviously Bailey's or Kahlua or some of those other brands are, are, are cream liqueurs you know of, but LS Cream definitely was able to do it in a different way uh, with different spices and a different flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't talk about this brand yet, Black Leaf Vodka, which is actually available in, I just started, uh, I released yesterday, actually. I'm also selling uh, cocktail boxes, right? So if you don't want to subscribe or you want something different, you can order an actual cocktail kit that's cool. you know, with a spirit and a different mixer and a glass. And this is the first brand that's included, Black Leaf Vodka. It's actually made in Cognac, France. Um, and it's made from wheat. It's, it's really, really great. It's, it's, it's a vodka that you can sip neat yeah like it's it's so you know it's, it's i would definitely compare it to like um like a, a kettle one or one of those really high-end like really velvety vodkas that you can drink straight um i would definitely compare a tolero which is going to be featured this month uh in the box to a lot of those blue 100 percent blue agave tequilas that are popular these days don julio uh casa noble brands like that mm-hmm. um that you know when you when you have the silver, you can drink it, you know, just with some lime juice, or it'll elevate a, a margarita in a great way. Nice. So, like earlier, you said, um, you know, they're start like these brands are reaching out to you now. So, is that does that mean that they're sending you samples? For sure, for sure. Oh, uh, what a tough gig <laughs> you have! <laughs> You're the well, smartest think, man in the world. <laughs> well, well, hey, I, I think t- to be honest, you know. I had no idea. Now, when I had the idea, I knew it was going to be something that was that was going to be, you know, I thought it was a good idea. I think that's part of it, right? When you realize that you have something that could work. I bought the first, you know, seven, eight, nine brands I tried. I bought them and, you know, rightfully so. And I, I, I plan to support and buy everything. But I think it's, it ends up being a win-win, right? Where not only am I reviewing the brands, but I'm including them in the box. So that's guaranteed, you know, sales for them for every many subscribers that I have at that given time. So I think it makes a lot of sense uh, for the brands and obviously for me to be able to try them out. And, you know, I'm more than happy to, to try this <laughs> and, and experiment. And that's, to be honest, how I come up with a lot of the pairings, right? So I'll try it and I'll think, all right, this goes with this. I can use this mixer or this in this cocktail. And, and that's kind of how a lot of those ideas come about is, is, is the sample phase. Nice. That's what's up. I really, I, I love it. It's like, such a like a great idea. So I'm a Thank champagne. You. I'm a champagne girl. So um, shout out some of the the champagne brands that you will, could possibly feature in one of your boxes. Nice segue. Um, yes, there's actually a new one that I'm working on. Hopefully, I'll get it in a box this year. It's called La Pen Roulette, um, and it's actually is a black woman who's from the America, but she actually she has a distribution company in the UK. And she specializes in helping brands in America get distribution out there. But cool. she just released a champagne, uh, La Pen Roulette in America and in the UK. So I'm excited to try that. I should have, um, 
I'll, I'll try to grab it before we're done. I have it in another room, but it's it's awesome. Um, I'm I'm excited to, to to include that one. There's also Stuyvesant Champagne, which the owner is based in Brooklyn, so hence the name. Uh, but what's cool again, I think you know, Champagne is is important, right? Because it's an appellation. Champagne can only be from Champagne, France. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of misconception and confusion about that. But kudos. All of these brands that I'm mentioning, all the owners actually went to Champagne, made all the, the champagne out there, and it's actually real champagne. So nice. Stuyvesant, uh, Marie Césaire is another one um, that I've heard a lot a lot about that I'm looking forward to trying. Um, there's another one that's called Harlem Champagne, which I haven't had yet, but I just heard about recently. And I'm probably forgetting a couple, but um, there's a good five that, I've, that I'm pretty aware of. Oh, um, yeah, no, I I have to. There's so much going on, but yeah, I'll start with those. <laughs> I mean, so, I, oh, I'm sorry, you go, Jay. No, I was just curious. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but it's more of feedback from you. What are some of the spirits or wines that people really, uh, like? Was like, yo, that was bomb. Like that so far, so far in your uh, subscription boxes. Yeah, no, I, I think, to be honest, I think every month this response has been better. That's um, awesome. LS Cream really blew people away. And again, I think cream liqueur is not something, unless, you know, unless you buy Bailey's all the time or it's like a holiday thing, that's not in people's wheelhouse. Yeah. So I think sure. it was kind of cool for people to, to try it a different way. And kudos to the, to, the, to the husband and wife that own the brand, Stevens and Miriam. They're awesome. And I, I talked to them in the very beginning when I had the idea. They were part of the inspiration for it, to be honest, nice. um, for the whole subscription. And they were, you know, all about me, including the brand in the, in the subscription. And yeah, it was, it was it, I, I, and I should mention, I talked to all the brands about their inclusion because I, I know how important it is when you build a brand mm-hmm. to, to know how it's being used. So I talked to everybody. I let them know what I'm doing and, and how it's going to be used and where it's going and things like that. And people really love that. I think Blue Royal too was people were really blown away by that. And it's again, it's a totally unique spirit. You know, you wouldn't think to try it. The bottle looks amazing. Was and Blue Royal the tequila rum? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think. Yeah, the bottle looks so your, nice. Yeah. So that's this part catches your eye, but then when you try it, you're like, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> so I, I think that's the one that's been people are like, you know, sign me up. And, and I think that's a cool thing about being able to send full bottles. And the subscription is, I think, you know, it probably would be harder to send sample size. When yeah, I think yeah. I want people to get that full experience. Are they are hey, they seven fifties? Yeah, every okay, nice fifty. And nice. I, I, it was important for me to to do that, right? I knew that if I was going to get a subscription, I want that for one, but also I want people to be able to use these beyond just what's in the box, right? So sure. whatever mixer you get can make you know maybe two or three cocktails, but do what you want with it after that tell your friends share it with your friends my my idea for this is to add to people's back bar right so when you go to someone's house mm-hmm. they have a back bar full of black owned wine and spirits and you so know dope. kind of add, add to that to that bar cart or that or that bar that they have i think that's you just so read my mind yeah. <laughs> so you've been talking a lot about distribution and giving ideas to these brands so are you doing any type of like consulting as well Good question. Yes, that's in the works. Um, and again, it's about me using my experience. Uh, I've been working in the business since 2013. I've worked for three different companies now, two suppliers and a distributor. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to, to share some of my knowledge 
uh, whether it be sales or marketing or events, which I've done kind of a mix of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing definite now, but I'm, 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 I'm open and I'm having some preliminary conversations with some brands to make that happen. And that's going to be a, a, a side part of the business that, you know, my goal overall is to help all the brands expand. So I would love for that to be a part of it as well. Once you, once you start events, we got to come, we got to circle back to that donuts yeah, and please. champagne for idea that we oh, had from, a couple, yeah. <laughs> yes, from a couple of years yes, ago. Yes, 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 yes. Oh man. I was just, I wish we could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Like we're going to do there it. You go. There you that's, go. That's there my go. goal with you. We're going to do that one. Cause I was really hyped about that one. Jay just took the words out of my mouth talking about events. So as the world is opening back up, um, do you think a taste of the culture will do things like maybe like private wine tastings or, or, or spirit tastings, or things like that? For sure. For sure. So I think for many reasons it has to happen. I think for one, it's my background, you know, even before I worked in spirits events was my, was my, my industry is my career. Um, but I think I wholeheartedly believe that people's connection to and, their affinity for brands that they love comes through events. So, you know, I know mm-hmm. once people actually see and experience what I, when I'm able to offer with this box, you know, it'll kind of make that decision for them. Um, but also what's kind of cool about these black owned brands is they are stars in their regions where they're made. Right. So LS cream is actually from Canada, which is, which is kind of funny. Um, but they're really big in New York, blue Royals from New York, Ebony wines from Charlotte, um, Black Leaf Vodka's from Washington, D.C. There's brands that are from all over the country. So there's an opportunity to do events all over the place uh, and not only embrace and work with the brands that are from that area, but also get exposure for brands that are from other areas. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something I'm working on. Um, I've been talking with some people about doing something in New York this summer. Um, D.C. is on my radar. And obviously, of course, Philly uh, has to be there as well. So I, I definitely... We're Before doing the, the champagne and, and donuts <laughs> pairing. Like I would, I would love to. And I, I'm, you know what? Not that I forgot about it, but I'm glad you mentioned that because we have to make that happen for sure. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just want to make sure it was, you know, on Put your radar. Back in the, in the yeah, 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 in the zeitgeist. Yeah. No, no, that's a brunch is coming. We got to do that. <laughs> so I have an idea, Sean, and you okay. may have already had this idea, but if not, you know, I just want a little bit of credit. And that's I have like, a hey, ton of, of ideas. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, Jay will tell you I'm a huge music person. Um, he calls me like the human Shazam. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about pairing a box with a playlist, like different mm. things to, uh, that you could drink your, um, you can songs you can listen to while you sip on whatever you're having um, in your, your monthly box. I think that's a way to definitely a great way to bridge the culture with the music and then the black owned brands. It's, it's, it's a great create thing. a vibe. Create a vibe. For sure. So it's funny you say that. So See? I had See? half. Of, I had half of that idea. Okay. But I would. I would definitely give you credit for it because, as you said it, another idea popped in my head. But um, I've been talking with. There's a Scotch whiskey uh, that's called Kind of Blue, and it's actually named after the Miles Davis song. I was just gonna um, say that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever that happens, and we're still working things out, but you know, you got to get the scoop. That's something I want to do because it just you know obviously that makes sense, but. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about it before where I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, including mm-hmm. yours. Um, and I think music is a big part of those, right? Where like one of the podcasts I listen to, they play music at the end of every one. And I'm like, well, I should just create a Spotify playlist or something that goes with the box. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta do it's that. It's in the wheelhouse. 
I mean, because let's yeah. just keep it honest. Like, if it wasn't for the music, there wouldn't be the Ciroc's or the um, the Ducey. Oh, for sure. Like Hypnotic. Hypnotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Like, <laughs> you know, our music has made millions for, you know, these brands of alcohol and liquor because we're going to the clubs to listen to this music and to get that drink that, you know, goes with it or whatever. There's literally a song called Pass the Cavassier. <laughs> and it was the number one hit. <laughs> and I mean, to, go, to go with your point. <laughs> right. And no one was, trust me, my only my grandfather was drinking Cavassier. You know, right. like, don't know how to spell it. Really drinking Cavassier. But also, you know, like people are now, you know, buying bottles of Ace and all this other stuff like that, being in those settings of music settings. So it's definitely like, you know, this industry definitely needs to pay homage to the music. Of, of you know of it all so i think it's well great- no you're exactly right i would definitely give you credit for that for sure uh and i think you bring up a, a, a larger point that is again one of the reasons why i created the business is part of that music is our is our culture right and that's kind of i actually wrestle with naming the brand because i was like culture is such an overused word these days yeah. but it makes sense right and i was yes. like you know it wasn't trademarked, so I, I was like, cool, this will work. Uh, but it, it sounds good, and I think it's literally, that's what it is. And I think that's part of why it's needed, because all of these brands have grown because of our culture, whether it's just the music or just the overall culture. And there's not nearly enough credit financially or, any, or otherwise uh, for us. So that was mm-hmm. my thing is, you know, I had my job with, with, with another company, uh, and I was like, there's people like me that have had these brands hundreds of them and you know what am I doing to help them I've helped all these other brands grow and do great things and I'm grateful for that and I would do it all over again but now I can kind of use what I know and and my experience and, and other things to help people like me grow their brands and Absolutely. and give them that credit so and that's that's literally why I did it cool I got I got a pitch so uh... <laughs> let's go let's go let's go this is what, this, this is what the show is about and, and this I, this kind of coincides with something else that I think you're um, in in the mix with um, having an event where you pair either whiskey or rum with cigars and you have people there making cigars and you have like a little mini cigar rolling class and you and then you have the whiskey or the rum or whatever to pair it with that and create a whole like vibe kind of like a Caribbean vibe sort of thing. And maybe even have it at some location like Cuba Libre or something like that. <laughs> have them, yeah, I mean, have them have a, a month long special where, you know, part of their bottle service packages, they have that that whiskey or that rum that they feature. <laughs> just you're, saying. You're speaking, to, you're speaking to my old job for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you could, I'm just throwing that out there. If you need a host, you know what I'm saying? I just pitch the ideas. And if it sticks to the wall, then it sticks to the wall. I'm just saying. No, that's that that sounds amazing. Uh, you you guys might know cigars are like my my not my second love. My my family and of course is in there, but <laughs> yeah, cigars are one of my loves. Um, and I actually part of one of one of my side businesses is in the cigar industry. So that's definitely going to be something that I want to do in the future. Um, whiskey, rum, uh, even tequila, I, I pair with with cigars, and I think shout there's an opportunity to for that. Can we shout them out? Can we shout out? We, we can. That's hey, we can talk okay. about it for sure. Yeah, that's that's my other business. I, I sell cigar cases, nice uh, luxury cigar cases. So it's it's kind of the cool, the cool thing to do. You know, in the cigar culture, it's, people always 
you have to take your cigars out in something, right? So whether you're going away for the weekend or you're going to mm-hmm. like a, a nice cigar lounge, you know, you don't want to bring your cigars like a Ziploc bag, which I have done no. years ago. Yes. <laughs> Party yes. foul. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there are a lot of great cigar cases out there. I think the common denominator for me was they're all very expensive. And rightfully mm-hmm. so. Uh, a lot of them are amazing. But I found a way to, to offer some that are more reasonably priced. Uh, so I have some at different prices. One is, you know, pretty ultra luxury leathers, like $250 range. Mm-hmm. But some other ones are, are a lot lower, like $60, $75. So me and you're going to talk. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, me and you're going to talk. So I have, I have for an sh- idea, but I won't sure. get into that. For sure. Yeah. Right. I got so, yeah, one. So, so I'm all about cigars. I got, Word one, up. Last, cool. I got one last one. <laughs> it could be for anybody. I was gonna say maybe for the ladies, but I know like it's something like near and dear to me. I'm a huge okay. reader, and I like to uh, sit back with a glass of wine and read. I mean, we, some black authors um, mm. with you know black uh, you know black owned wine would be definitely cool as well. Just want to say that. Harriet's bookshop. Good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's or uh, Uncle Bobby's even. Um, right. I, I I think that's a great idea. I think. I, I will be remiss if I didn't mention that, you know, the majority of my membership is black, are black women. Okay. Um, and that literally is the reason why the March box was what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So March was international women's month. I decided to include all products that were created by black women. So Ebony wine, uh, which I showed you guys earlier. Yeah. I also included uh, the candle, which was mango candle. She's also a temple alum. Um, hey. Mango candle company. Yeah. Uh, her, her candle, uh, 89, smells like wine. It smells like red wine. It's, it's amazing. Um, and I also included a face mask uh, by a local company, Dianu, um, which is out of Norristown. You guys probably heard of them. I mm-hmm. should grab one before. <laughs> I, I should have more of these things available. But oh, good. You're, yeah, giving, you're giving to, them a shout out on the show. You're good. For sure. I'll, I'll make sure to tag everyone. But yeah, I, um, I wanted to include all of those products because they're all founded by Black women. Uh, and, you know, I, where would I be with, without black women? Uh, I was raised by an amazing single mom. I have an amazing wife. Uh, and, and I kind of wanted to, to make sure I, I paid homage in that way during International Women's Month. Uh, so, you know, that was I, just kind of, an, you know, bring, with your idea in mind, I, I think that's something that could work. I'm always open. I think that's the cool thing, again, about being so early in the state, in the, in the journey, is that I can make those changes and do things like that um, where... I just, you know, I want to give to people what they want. Yeah. The candle was a big hit. I think people were asking me for that immediately when I started. And I was like, all right, I'll make that's it happen. That's cool. And we yeah. were able to do it in March. So, you know. I wouldn't even thought about that. That's a, that's such a great idea. That was such a good, good concept. The candle and wine is like, people were all about that. <laughs> Word. That's a vibe. That's such a vibe. For sure. For sure. <laughs> candle for wine, sure. candle wine playlist. It would have yeah, been cool. <laughs> Babies. Babies made. <laughs> I gotta hire you now, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Open for business. We'll talk. Just, just let me know. But um, like I said in the beginning, we love to have fun around here. So we do like little quick games. So the one thing that comes to mind um with seeing your box and us just having a conversation is black card revolt, right? So we're not really gonna go the game with the cards, but uh, um I saw this on a social media site one time. Each one of us is going to have to name one thing that could actually get our black card revolt. And we all know Ooh. what that, that Jay's like, <sighs> okay. I, know what, I know what mine is. Cause I got toe up on social media about what mine was. Really? So just to give you guys an idea, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna put myself okay. out. 
right? Okay. So the one thing that would get my black cart revolt is that I have never seen an episode of The Wire. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, wow. You know what? I'm, I'm actually, I'm almost right there with you. I, okay. I saw the first episode one winter when I was trying to binge it, and I just never went back to it. So Me, I'm I couldn't close. get past <laughs> I could not get past the first episode, Sean. I don't know why. And everyone's like, it's the greatest show ever. And you know, like, it's I'm, up a, there. I'm a sound, well, I'm, a, I'm a snowfall girl. Like I watch snowfall. They're like, snowfall you can watch good. snowfall, but you can't watch. And I was just like, for some reason, I couldn't get past the first episode. Dang. People went at, what, people what? went at you like that? Oh, they were like, uh, hand your yeah. cup right now. Whoa. <laughs> Like I was getting like all types of get a gist sent to me, like girl, like all types of stuff. And I was like, I'm just being honest with you. I, I've I've never watched The Wire. One of these days I'll binge it. We'll see. I mean, I I grew up in a neighborhood like that, so I mean, yeah, right, like I already seen it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. But I'll watch it one day to see if it's really close. All right, Jay, you hmm. go. We'll let Sean go last. Uh, dang. I might have to stay with the TV thing. Okay. Um, I never, I, I, I probably seen clips or scenes, but I've never seen a full episode of Girlfriends. Uh, that that's okay. That wouldn't really, it, it, I, I really couldn't see you sitting watching Girlfriends anyway. Okay. Funny. <laughs> I got to think about it. It's funny, but I, I mean, you would think like some things were quirky and fun and the women are beautiful, but I can't really see you sitting down like, oh, I'm going to watch Girlfriends. Like, yeah. I don't know. I got. I got to think about it. I got to think about it. Your, your black card spot uh, is set. <laughs> it's still. It's still there. Yeah. I. I, I got. I really got to think. It's one of those things. Like it, it. Like unless like we're playing a game or something, then I'm like, oh yeah, okay. But right now, off the top, I. I really because I like I'm very in tune to pop culture, so you are. There's not a lot of things that I haven't. Is there seen any or like? Watched. Is there any like food that like culturally like black people like? If you don't like this food, you crazy. Or do you like everything? I kind of like every, I love like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like I'm not a picky person so I'm just like all right cool I like I really have to think about that I really have to think we about know that. someone in common who doesn't bang with mac and cheese really Ooh. slap slap doesn't eat mac and cheese oh that's right yeah I don't understand that <laughs> and it's not well, like I mean, a, it's not like a lactose thing he just I don't was gonna like say it. that I was gonna say no that. he doesn't like <laughs> he just doesn't like mac and cheese he's like it's nasty interesting, interesting. that's bizarre Sean, I don't know, man, but it's amazing. <laughs> Sean, do you have anything? Because Jay acting like he, you know. I don't know. I don't you know, know. You know, mine is, uh, I can play it, but I don't like playing spades. I'll say that. That's mine. Nah, that's that's me too. I don't <laughs> to play spades. Anybody who's like, yo, let's play I don't like playing it. I don't like playing people, it. People are, I'm not trying to get my, I'm not trying, I'm not to, trying to die. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to die. So like people I, take space way too serious. <laughs> yeah. When it comes, when it, when it comes to like, like card games that black folks really play, I, I'm not versed in it at all. Like Kong and <laughs> like Rummy, like all those card games. I'm just like, I, I and like space, like I know how to play, but not enough to go to a table and try to, you People know get in like arguments. I'm not trying I to, just, oh, they get, they have grudges for years. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned how to play dominoes. I didn't know how to play yeah. dominoes. Domino's is a good one. Domino's is good. Well, you know, I've noticed so my wife's my wife's Jamaican and I think it's bigger. I don't know if you are a Caribbean. I'm not, so No, my uncle is and it's huge. Right. It's definitely a Caribbean thing. Right. So I mean, 
because it wasn't that big. I mean, I knew how to play it when I was a kid, but it's really big in Caribbean. Like, culture, like so. in the in the Puerto Rican and Dominican culture, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely a Caribbean thing. People gonna kill me for this, but like, it was fun. But it was too much, like adding off the top of my head, and I was just like, dr- I was drunk, and I'm like, wait a minute, I gotta add up. <laughs> it's like, right, you gotta have somebody on my, point. I'm over here using my fingers. They're like, no, now we know what you're gonna do. It's like <laughs> sometimes you gotta, just, you gotta just guess. I was like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with it. But um, we're gonna wrap this up, and we want to thank you again for being on the show, Sean. But thank you. We want everyone to get this box. So how Uh-oh. can what you froze a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now you're back now. I'm back now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we want everyone to get a taste of the culture box. So how can one subscribe um to get one? Good question. Um you can visit my website. It's a taste of the culture.com. You scroll literally two seconds, you'll see uh, a link for memberships. You can also follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, there's links there. It's, uh, can't even talk today. There's links there to subscribe as well. Um, and I must mention, we talked about card games. I'm also going to be including some Black-owned card games in the box. Yes. Coming cool. So I'm literally trying to create the whole experience, right? It's a so vibe. There's, there's a couple cool things to look out for. Um, there's a dice game. It's actually something that you can use to build your cocktail. It's called the Adventurous Bartender. Really cool woman. She's based out of Texas. You roll the dice. It tells you what spirit, what mixer, what herbs cool. to use, things like that. That's going to be one of the boxes. Um, there's a card game called Blackout that I'm, I'll be including in a couple months. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's similar. It, it might be similar to Black Card Revolt. I have to actually get down and, and look at it, the details of it. But that's going to be in the box pretty soon. So those cool things are going to be there. And again, a taste of the culture.com. You, you can subscribe. It's $85 a month. Um, but you also can purchase our standalone cocktail kits that are, we have a couple different ones. I, I offer the old boxes. So say you missed a box. Uh, if you missed the blue Royal box, which is in February, you can buy that as its own cocktail box right now. Uh, it's the national margarita day box. You can purchase nice. that. You'll get everything that was in that box now. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I try to, to do everything for the people. Um, and I have some more boxes coming soon with some different spirits that you can purchase all the time. Um, and I'm hoping to, in the late spring and summer, I'm looking to introduce a whiskey only subscription um, because I know mm. how popular whiskey is these days. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot more black owned whiskeys than people realize. And I wanna help obviously them realize that. So that's something I'm working on. And on the website as well, the, all the brands are listed there too, correct? They are. So I kind of was losing my mind earlier when we talked about champagne. All the Black-owned champagnes that I know of are on the site. There's definitely more than what I've mentioned. And I add to it daily. I think there's that's one of the cool things about you know this business and this journey is I'm still discovering things. Um, and every time I find something new, I talk to someone new, I add it to the site. So I try to update it as much as I can. Um, there are also videos there of the reviews I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. You can check out if you want to learn more about certain brands and I'll be, I'm doing the reviews whenever I get free time, which is not much lately, but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> and I try to give people a more in-depth uh, thing about the brand. I, I taste it neat. I make cocktails and really show people what they can do with the brands uh, that, that I hope to feature or I have featured in the past. Nice. Awesome. That's what's up. 
All right, everyone. This is again. Um, Sean Where can they social oh. media? He just said taste of the cult, a taste of the culture. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. No, no, that yeah, was just I, the I, website, but I, you know, no, you're fine. You're fine. Right. Taste of the culture all right, on bet. all platforms. Um, the only one that's different is Twitter. Uh, Twitter is, is is character hating, so it's a so taste much. of the call one number one um, on Twitter, and then a taste of the culture on Instagram and on Facebook. Cool. Awesome. All right, everyone, Mr. Sean McLeod, um, the owner of A Taste of the Culture. Make sure you guys go get those boxes and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And also because we're rooting for everything black, um, those uh, black owned businesses for the, um, the wine and spirits, they're all on his website as well. So check those out. Congratulations. You know, I want to say congratulations to all of those black owned owners of those um, wine and spirits, because that's like a that's really big. Um, and I can't wait for, you know, maybe there's a day where we can be shopping at a liquor store with all, um, you know, black owned wine, wine and spirits as well. So shout out to everyone that you're working with, Sean. And thank you for shining a light on these people. Cause it could have just been very easy for you to tap into your own industry and pick a slew of, you know, different spirits and different companies to work with, but you're staying in tune with, you know, what's important and which is the culture. So I really appreciate that. Sean, Sean's always been one thank of the you. just coolest dudes, um, very oh, friendly, thanks. just <laughs> about his business. So definitely support this gentleman right here. He's doing yes. a lot of really cool stuff. So Jay, no problem. Yeah. So Jay, um, speaking for the culture, uh, we have a little bit of an announcement to make, correct? Yes, and we're gonna have to make sure Sean is, um, you know, tuned into that. But yes, yes we do. So, as you all know, um, about two years ago, um, I was able to curate my first big event with Water Ice Radio and um, partnering with Water Ice as well. Um, and it was my baby, and I was so excited about it. Um, it was called Soul in the City. It was a platform for upcoming artists to have a stage where we can, you know, watch watch them rock the stage and, you know, have a platform. And we rocked out, right? We had some of the who's who of Philadelphia come and hit our stage. We had Jess Frenchie. We had Suzanne Christine. We had um, some other people that we had. We had uh, Project 215. Project 215. Uh, we've also had... Q Banks. Q Banks. Why can't I remember this person's name? I'm like drawing a blank. Oh, Be Easy was there. He's also a Temple guy. Um, yep. It was just a, it was just amazing. But as you guys know, last year everything got canceled because of COVID. So volume, Soul in the City Volume Three was postponed. Well, we are bringing Soul in the City Volume Three back in May, and it is going to be a virtual event. And even though you guys won't be able to come in person, it is bigger and it's better than ever and i'm really excited to announce that we're back and we're um, going to be doing the event we have three great artists that are going to be a part of um this show and they are all r&b and soul artists which is my love and i'm really really excited about the show and 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 not and it's more than an event it's definitely gonna be an experience um yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get to know these artists on a on an intimate level and uh, experience their their journey and how they got to the point where they're at right now. We've got a great house band. Uh, we have a great venue. It's going to be really dope. I'm very, we're really excited for it. 
we're so we're so excited for it um so uh you know, watch out for the official announcement on our social media page. You'll get to see who our artists are. You'll get to see who the house band is. And like Jay said, you'll actually get to meet the artists and actually see who they are um, and how they got started and everything. It's going to be a, an amazing um, venue. It's just going to be great. We're just really excited about it. We're really excited to host it. Um, and I'm just glad that I get to bring my baby back. That's I'm really excited about that. And hopefully volume four, will be in person when the world opens completely mm -hmm. back up for everybody. So that's it. That is our big announcement tonight. Soul in the City is coming back. Um, do you have anything else, Jay? I just want to cheers since we're talking to the spirits guy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> cheers to a taste of the culture and cheers to Soul in the City Volume 3. Salute. Salute. Cheers. Salute. So. Thank you, thank you so much again, Sean, for coming on. On, I know you're a busy guy. Yeah, we got you right. We always get everybody right before they blow up, like really, really blow up. So I'm happy that you had the time for us to do this. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I appreciate that. This is, this will be a part of it for sure. This is part you of are, the journey. It's on, it's on its way for sure. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the opportunity for sure. No problem. Absolutely. Everybody, make sure you also are following waterice.com. We are your scoops to everything Philly. Make sure you go there and check out what's going on in the city at all times, whether it's uh, for nightlife, family-friendly um, events, anything that is going on in this city, we know about it, right? And we know about it first. Um, also, make sure you are subscribing to our mailing list and make sure you check that little tab at the top that says shop. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of amazing merch at our um, shop on waterice.com. And sure some new stuff coming soon. New stuff coming soon. Um, and make sure you guys are going to go check it out, especially for the summer. Our like, you know, tank tops, t-shirts, all that stuff is coming. So make sure you get ready early. Um, I think that's it, everyone. So you know how that's we it. always end this show. Um, not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, Jay. They wear headphones. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Peace, y'all. Peace. Uh